0: Work through the growing pains and work towards a business that you can fall in love with over and over again. See that woman over there who's running it like a boss? Let's go ask her how she did that. Well, hey there, welcome back to the How She Did That podcast. Have you thought about using TikTok for your business, but are just not sure how to make it work? Maybe you don't want to dance, or maybe you're not sure it's worth it to have one more social media platform to have to worry about. I totally get it. And personally, I have chosen to keep my TikTok account to carry show tunes only. (laughs) But I do think that if you want to put the time, effort, and energy into making it work, TikTok has a ton of opportunity. And my guest today, Aubrey Malik, is going to show us exactly how to do it. Aubrey is a boy mom, former teacher, and host of the Freelancer to CEO podcast. Through her podcasts and programs, she helps overworked and underpaid moms and soon-to-be former teachers experience the freedom and joy that comes from designing a freelancing business with the skills they already have. After taking her own leap of faith over three years ago and replacing her teaching income within two months, she became passionate about helping other women start and grow their own businesses to 5K months from home. Aubrey has grown her TikTok presence to over 290,000 engaged followers, and she's going to share our best getting started tips with us. So let's go ask Aubrey how she used TikTok to grow her business. Aubrey, it's so nice to have you on the podcast. Thanks. I'm so excited to be here today. I'm excited too. And I'm super excited because we're talking about TikTok, which I spend way too much time on, as do a lot of people nowadays. (laughs) So we'll get into that. But before we do, I'd love for you to introduce yourself. Tell us a little bit about you.
1: Yeah. So I will make this quick. I promise. Every time I do a podcast interview, I'm like slowly just like shedding some of my story. Cause I can be long-winded. So like every time I'm like, Ooh, I did it faster that time. But first and foremost, I'm a wife and a mom. I've got two little guys at home. They're just getting ready to like, kind of not necessarily like leave the nest, but go into like full-time school. So I'm preparing for that because I've been home with my second son, since the day he was born. That was when I made the transition to take my business full-time. Started my business when I was seven months pregnant, Um, and made it a goal that I wanted to leave my job, which was an elementary teacher. I just wanted more flexibility. I wanted control over what my days looked like and just wanted to be in the driver's seat. And I honestly hated having to go into the principal's office and like fill out a paper saying like why I wanted to take a sick day or just, you know, what have you. So I started my business as a freelancer, just, you know, I had tried many different things and nothing really worked. And when I found freelancing, I'm like, this is awesome. This is actually really, really cool. And took my business full-time two months later, and then replaced my teaching income within four months and just started scaling that business and realized that I missed teaching, but knew that I didn't want to go back to teaching. So I was like, you know, I love listening to podcasts. I love learning on podcasts. So why don't I just start a podcast and start talking about what I'm doing? And so that started about two and a half years ago and really just kind of honing in on helping other moms and teachers experience that same freedom that I desperately wanted when, you know, I was looking for all the options. And the only thing that I thought was out there were like tutoring kids after school, teaching English online or network marketing. Like I thought those were my only options. So <laughs> that's what I do. And yeah, now I've three and a half years into business. It feels like I, I, whenever I talk about teaching, it feels like a lifetime ago, but yeah, I'm super excited to be here today and chat with your audience all about TikTok because that's kind of like a monkey (laughs) wrench in my story that I never saw coming.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I I love your story, so thank you so much for it. I used to teach too. I was um I taught theater and dance at a private school at a K through um or pre-K through 8th private school. And yeah, it feels like a lifetime ago, you're right. And I do not miss that of having <laughs> like a limited number of days off or not being able to go get my nails done in the middle of the day. Right? <laughs> all, all of those things <laughs> that I definitely value now. <laughs> okay, so let's dive into TikTok. First of all, Why TikTok? Yeah, (laughs) such a great question. I mean, I don't really know
1: other than the fact that about a year ago, I was just feeling like my marketing for my business just kind of felt really not necessarily dead, but I just didn't feel any excitement about it. Like other than my podcast and what I was doing organically, I you know, I was on Instagram and I just didn't find myself like wanting to log into the app and wanting to post and want I just was having a lot of the same conversations and when the pandemic started, I downloaded TikTok just as a way to kill time. Like we had all this time on our hands. Right. Mm -hmm. And was on there as a consumer and really just loved the energy. I loved getting on that app. Like I I'm sure like a lot of people will go on the app and get lost in there for hours and you'll go down this rabbit hole and you'll end up watching videos. You're like, how did I even land on this? So I I just, right? (laughs) Right. So just having fun on it as a consumer and feeling like I've got to switch things up in my own business to kind of reignite that spark. And I was like, ah, well, I just should try it. Like I just should try TikTok, see what happens. So I really just set out, I said, let's do it a 30 day experiment. Cause if you say experiment, like you take this pressure off yourself where it has to mm-hmm. perform or it has to, you know, bring you certain results. Like, let's just try it out. Let's see what happens. So I went into it in February of 2021. That's really like when I started posting consistently, I had brought a couple before I had brought a couple like reels over from Instagram just to have something there, but really wasn't actively recording on the app and finding those trends and set out for 30 days. I'm like, I'm going to post like three to four times per day. I'm just going to show up. Like I've got this huge audience and I didn't at the time, but just show up, like all the pressure is off of me. And give it 30 days. And I remember it was like day 28 or 29. I'm like, well, I gave it my all and this was fun. And you know, but maybe this isn't the platform for me. And like day 29, I had one video. And of course it's the video that you never spend the most time on. And it went mini viral. I think it had like 40 or 50,000 views. I'm like, okay, you pulled me back in. (laughs) And really after that, it was just kind of like slowly just building that. And what I found was that I was just having so much fun. Like I let. was letting go of a lot of insecurities that I had about how I felt like I had to show up online or having these perfect pictures. Like I felt like I had to do on Instagram and on on Instagram too, I had a lot of people in my quote unquote real life that were following me. And so, you know, you, you kind of hold back with how you show up and on Mm -hmm. TikTok, it was, I was, it was like, I was the new girl at high school, right? Like nobody knew me. And it was a chance for me just to really show up as my authentic self, which is, what I wanted to do. Right. I didn't want to have to be all these like filters and just, I wanted people to get to know me for who I am. Cause I think I'm pretty cool. And <laughs> it really just, it was just such a fun way for me to grow. And it's been a wild ride. And I, I'm sure we can get into like some of the nitty gritty, but yeah, it's my favorite way to show up online. It's the number one traffic driver for all of my business, um, for my email list, for my paid offers. So yeah, we can, we can dive more into that too, but that's wh- really why. And like how I got started.
0: Yeah, that's that's amazing. And I think what I love most about that is that like you kind of follow the fun in terms of it, you know, and I think that that's so hard sometimes when we have been on platforms for a while and we're just like, oh, I've put so much time and energy and effort into it. And then, but things aren't feeling good. So sometimes we feel like we are staying on it because we should, you know, Mm -hmm. instead of really really wanting to be there. So I love the fact that you just like tried it as an experiment, followed the fun and did exactly what you wanted to do. You and I were talking before we, you know, press record and I was sharing that I had decided pretty early on that I was going to stay a consumer on TikTok and only do, uh, not reels, but do TikTok videos for fun. And that's been helpful for me to take the pressure off in the other way to be like, you know what, this is not something that I'm trying to monetize. It's not something that I'm trying to like create an audience really for. And so what I've done is I've, I just sing on TikTok and I, that's where I do my musical theater. And that's been really fun for me. So as those in our audience are listening, I want you to hear the fact that like you can, for any platform, you can choose exactly what you want it to be and don't necessarily think that like this is the thing that you have to do, but don't necessarily also shut down the door and think like this is not a thing that you, you should do. So now what I'd love to go into is if people are going to pursue TikTok for business, what are the things that they should be thinking about as they are starting their platform, as they're starting on TikTok?
1: Yeah. So I think one of the things that really did help me because I went into it with, I want to use this for my business. And of course Mm -hmm. I have videos in there that are not just solely about my business and what I offer. I like to show my personality on there too. But I think one of the things that really helped me to gain an audience fairly quickly, I mean, within a year, I have close to 300,000 followers on there. So when I went into it, I was very specific on this is who I want to attract. This is what I want to help them with, and this is the type of content that I'm going to create for them. And so it helped people because the amazing thing about TikTok, and I think it's a double edged sword, right? Because the, one of the amazing things about TikTok is you can go viral, like, a, you can have no videos on there, you can post one video, and that video can go completely viral for you, right? But I wanted to go if I did go viral, like, I wanted to go viral for the right reasons, like, I didn't want to mm-hmm. have a pet video of mine, like go viral. Right. Cause that's not attracting the right people to me. I wanted the people who wanted to see my content. And for me, it was never about the follower number. Honestly, I think I liked it more when I had less followers because I had like super, like I built a really strong community on there. And I think that was one of the things that I was missing. Maybe from Instagram was just a community of people who I could really talk to and share with and feel that like one-on-one level that I did like when I was a teacher. Right. Mm -hmm. So I think one of the things that I would tell you, if you are using it to grow your business, is get really clear about like, what type of content do I want to put out there? What type of content does my audience want to see? And how am I going to be providing video and providing value to them to help them solve their problem? Number one, but also realize that like what I have to offer is that next natural step
0: for them too. Mm -hmm. So I thank you for all of that. And One of the things that you mentioned before is that TikTok is now like your number one driver for both your email list as well as like your paid offers. So after we create all these fun and amazing videos on TikTok, like what is the next step? How do we get those people to not just become lookers who are swiping on TikTok, but then to become followers and then buy into our products or our services?
1: Yeah. So I think the first thing that I'll share is It's different in the sense of like Instagram, like when you automatically create a business Instagram, you get that link where on TikTok, you have to have a thousand followers to get that link. There might be some kind of like backdoor loophole that you might be able to kind of (laughs) jerry rig to get your, to get your Instagram Mm -hmm. to show that, but you have to have a thousand followers. So I would say the first thing is really to start producing that content, putting out that content so that you can start to gain that traction. Because obviously it's, it's one thing, right, to have those followers on the platform, but we don't own that. Like, even though, like I said, I have this amount of followers, like they're not mine. Like I don't own that at any point. My profile could get banned, like TikTok Mm -hmm. could all go away. The organic reach could go away too. So really working hard to get that content up there so you can gain those first 1000 followers and then get that link in there. That's pointing them in the direction that you want them to go. So At first it wasn't for me, I, again, like I was just kind of going into it, like an experiment, right? Like I was just trying different things out. So at first I actually had a low ticket offer, a $37 offer that I was pointing them to. And that was a really great way for me to kind of generate some revenue in my business. But what I realized is that when I was posting these videos, I was getting a lot of those same type of questions from my audience. So instead of having that lower ticket offer, what I decided was to create a free video training for them addressing a lot of those questions that I got because I, I like to engage with my audience, but after a while of answering the same question over and over again, like, you know, and there's only so many characters that you can do in a, in a TikTok comment. So it was a lot easier to say, Hey, I created an in-depth training on this. It's completely free. Um, You have to be careful with the wording that you use in Mm. your comments because the algorithm flags that, but, you know, pointing them back to the link in my bio. Um, And once I did that, and I'll say that I did have kind of a perfect storm. I had a video go viral at the same time that I was launching this free training. So I had like a video about that free training too, but within a month, I had 30,000 email signups from this free training.
0: Wow. Oh my gosh.
1: Yeah, so I think that's the, the next thing. Like once you start getting that content up there and start seeing like, okay, and maybe you already have an opt-in that you know is performing well, but getting that link in there and really in your bio, because your bio is super short, really directing people to that next step. Like I have in all caps letters, free class with an arrow pointing down. So like people, when they come to my page, if they like what they're seeing and they want to learn more, they know exactly where to go. And for me, that's like the only link that I have in there. So some people have like a link tree or multiple links. Like I know that that's the next natural step because I want to get them on my email list. And then from my email list, I'm able to direct them to all the other resources that I have, like my podcast and other things that I have going on too. But I want to, if I've captured their attention, I want to move them off and so I can nurture them on my email
0: list. Yeah. Oh, that's fantastic. That's perfect. Those are amazing like metrics like that is that's incredible that you had 30,000 from that video or, you know, from the video and from letting people know what the what the next step was. OK, huge, important question. Do we have to dance on TikTok? <laughs> <laughs> now, I am a dancer, so I'm totally fine with dancing. But I know that that's a question that I get from my community all the time. Like, oh, I don't want to do reels or I don't want to do TikTok because I don't want to dance. So right talk about that. So
1: <laughs> the answer is no, you don't. I like to dance. I am. I am not a good dancer at all. It's so funny that the video that did go viral was a dancing video of mine. And I really think it was because people were laughing at my dance moves. But again, like I wanted to show up in a way that felt very authentic to me and felt Mm -hmm. like if you came into my house, if you had a camera in my living room, like you would see me dancing with my kids, like that's just who I am. I'm not a great dancer, but it's a way for me to show that creative side of me. Mm -hmm. And like I said, these other platforms weren't really allowing me to do that. I kind of felt stifled, but you don't have to dance. And honestly, what I'm seeing now and what they're saying about TikTok is that The original content is what's being prioritized. So those talking videos, those sharing the value, you know, educating, teaching, that's what they actually want to see. They want to see that original content. So if you're like, I don't really want to dance, but I know my stuff and I know how to teach and I know how to connect with my audience, like you will be totally fine. I like the trending sounds, but again, Mm -hmm. you don't have to. There's so many. I think the best thing that I could tell you is to get on the app and start to see like what. What inspires you? What do you find is your style? You're going to see tons of different styles on there. Find your groove and just show up as you and show up consistently. And it's going to resonate with your people, right? And as mm-hmm. long as you're providing that consistent value, that's all that matters. So take the pre again, like take a lot of that pressure off. Like it doesn't have to be perfect. You don't have to be dancing. You can record a video that totally flops. And then the next day you can re-record that basically that same exact content, but maybe try it in a different format. So maybe you did try like a dancing, you're like, hey, I'm going to try this. And maybe it didn't perform so well. So now you're like, Hey, I'm going to take that same content that was on there. Like maybe I was dancing and I had text overlay that was explaining my, my point or teaching something. Now I'm going to try where I'm actually just talking to the screen face mm-hmm. to camera and see how that performs too. So there's a lot of just like, just letting go of that perfection that I think a lot of us gained from being on Instagram for so long.
0: Right, exactly. Okay. Last question before I ask you about your often, cause I'm excited to hear about it if people are thinking about it, about like TikTok as a platform, if they've already maybe been starting to do some reels on Instagram and they're ready to dive into TikTok, what's that one first like non-scary action step that they can take?
1: (laughs) Well, if you haven't downloaded the app and signed up for an account yet, that would be like the first thing. (laughs) But if you already have that, what I would say is kind of going back to what I was talking about, just spend some time I spent about eight months on the app before I actually decided, hey, I'm gonna start recording some videos here. I wish I wouldn't have waited that long, but I think that there was some beauty in that because I did get to see a lot of different styles. I was, I was very creatively stimulated, so to speak, mm-hmm. right? So I would say spend, spend, give yourself a timeline, right? Cause we have to, if we just say, like, I'm just gonna get on the app and explore and play around with it, we'll be doing that forever. So give yourself mm-hmm. a deadline of like, you know, for this next week, I'm or three days, five days, whatever it is, I'm going to be on the app. I'm just going to explore, see what types of videos there are, look within your niche. So maybe some keywords that with, are within your niche, see what other people are doing that offer similar things as you. Also, I think too, it's it's helpful. Like sometimes I see videos that I'm like, oh, I never would have thought like I could ever do that or try that. And mm-hmm. it inspires me to try something new. And again, I think there's so much beauty and so much magic happens when you step outside of your comfort zone. So oftentimes too, like I can get in a rut of recording the same type of video or same type of style. And I need something to switch it up to just like reignite that spark or just give my audience something new. So spend some time on the app, get a feel for how it is. I feel like it's very different, even though Instagram has reels now, like it's still very different than what I've seen on Instagram. It's funny too, because a lot of times there'll be like a trend or something that's going, that's trending on TikTok. And then I'll see it on Instagram, like three to four weeks later. And it's like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like TikTok is up on the, up on the trends faster. So just spend some time, just get comfortable with it and just start to get a feel for what your style is. And I think like after that, maybe you've already done that. So then depending on where you're at, like first download the app, like that would be your first step, spend some time doing it. And then I would say like the next thing, if you've already done those things is just kind of brain dump some some ideas of like, what type of things your audience will be looking for? What are their struggles? What are their pain points? Where are some things that you can provide them some value um, to get those first couple ideas out of the way?
0: Yeah. And I love that in the beginning, you talked about that you got really specific about like who you were targeting, the type of content that you wanted to, you know, educate them on. Um, and I think that that's always important, but I think especially on TikTok, because that's kind of from, from what I've seen, that's how you get into, you know, the different types of TikToks. So yeah, that's, that's awesome. Okay. So last question, two part question, part one, tell us a little bit about your opt-in and then part two, tell us about where we can find you both on TikTok and wherever else you hang out on uh, social media.
1: (laughs) Yeah. So I'm super excited for this opt-in because I think the next natural question is like, okay, I'm on the app. Okay. We did that research. We spent some time Now, like I still don't know what to post. So I've put together... 20, they're very like broad ideas, but to get you starting to think about like, if I have a service-based business, if I you know want to get started and want to start putting that content out there for my audience, what are some ideas? So I put together a list of 20 very easy ideas. And the nice thing about that is some of these ideas really can like break away to other ideas. So I know once you get this, you'll really start to spark some ideas of, after doing that brain dump too, of like, ooh, this would fit here. Um, And one of the really great things too is, in that opt-in, I put in there some of the ones that would make really great multiple part series So Mm -hmm. instead of just taking, you know, having one idea, one video, how can we take that one idea and break it off so that it's multiple videos? And that's how you're going to get people wanting to come back. Cause at the end, you're going to be like, okay, come back for part two. And you're going to have that next piece of content for them too. So yeah, I'm super excited for that. So you can find that at aubreymalek.com forward slash Tasha.
0: And then this, (laughs) yeah, we'll also put that in the show notes at tashabooth.com forward slash podcast. So if you're driving right now and listening, don't worry, it'll be on the website.
1: (laughs) Perfect. And then to answer your next question, um, where you can find me, of course, you can find me on TikTok. The nice thing is I'm pretty much on all the places, just my name at Aubrey Malik. So that on TikTok, that on Instagram. One thing I will say is I do like to connect in the DMs on Instagram. That's like my favorite way to to build those relationships with people. I don't love TikTok messaging. It's I like to voice DM with people and mm. TikTok doesn't have that feature. So com for my website. And then my podcast
0: is called Freelancer to CEO. Amazing. It's been so fun talking to you and yeah, you have me thinking like, well, maybe I do want to use TikTok. for <laughs> You're, you're going to push me down a rabbit hole and then my team's going to be mad at me and I'm going to blame you. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks well, so much for having me. Thank you. Thanks so much for tuning into this week's episode. Interested to learn more about how you can work with me and my team through either the Legendary Launch Manager Certification or the Agency Thrive Mind? We would love to support you. So head on over to TashaBooth.com for all of the info. And if you enjoyed this week's episode, be sure to leave a comment and subscribe. Remember to keep smashing your goals and pushing forward. You're doing a great job.